Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. Thanks be to God uh, for this day that the Lord has made. Yes, indeed, we will rejoice and be glad in it. So welcome everybody sa ating uh, morning devo for today. And uh, let's prepare ourselves. Ihanda po natin ang sarili natin. I-quiet down po natin ang ating mga puso't isipan. And let us be ready to receive from the Lord. Magkaroon po tayo ng openness of heart. Uh, with listening ears at uh, maging ano po tayo uh, ready to receive from the Lord kung ano man yung i-impress niya sa ating mga puso. Let's listen well. Kung may notebook po tayo, uh, i-ready natin with ball pen or lapis or maybe take po kayo, ihanda niyo po yung notepad ninyo. Uh, at the same time, kung meron po kayong mga ginagawa, siguro maupo muna kayo sandali. Uh, wag po tayong mag-multitasking. Uh, let's just uh, be ready for our morning Devo today. Our topic po is entitled, Renewing Your Love for the Lost. And this is based on Luke 15, 11 to 32, which is the last parable or story in this uh, three-part uh, narrative, so Luke 15. We already talked about the first two stories, which are shorter, and it's all about finding the lost. But here in Luke 15, uh, starting in verse 11, hanggang verse 32, the Lord Jesus tells us a story which I believe uh, is familiar to most of us. It's the parable of the prodigal son. Uh, I'm sure hindi lang ninyo ito ngayon maririnig, but you have heard this before. And you probably have heard sermons on this before. But now we want to look at this story from the point of view of the older brother, which I believe is really the main uh, point of the story. In fact, as early as Luke uh, 15 verse 1 and 2, Nandun talaga yung pinaka-main focus, no? Uh, to address the, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law who apparently were not rejoicing or they were not happy that Jesus was spending all his time reaching out to the lost. And so I believe this last story, Luke 15, 11 to 32, which we often call the parable of the prodigal son, is really meant to shake or wake up yung ano, puso ng mga pariseo. And of course, in a way, this is also a very important teaching to the disciples themselves, you know, in order to uh, make sure that their priorities are set uh, right. 
Now, therefore, you know, let's consider this uh, story ngayon from the point of view of older brother. As you remember, dun sa story, as we are going to read it, uh, yung older brother was the one who was not really very happy about what happened or as things turned out for the younger brother. Now, I believe this is really all about renewing your love for the lost. Um, some of you used to be passionate about reaching out to the lost. For some reason, perhaps you are no longer as passionate as you used to be. There are many possible reasons why, of course, no? and we don't want to get into that. But what is important po sa pagkakataong ito as we do our morning devo is to ask ourselves, how can our love for the lost be renewed? And so that brings us to the story of the older brother. So, first pakinggan muna natin yung pinaka-trigger nito, which is yung what the younger brother did, no? So, starting in verse 11, basahin po natin. Jesus continued, there was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, uh, Father, give me my share of the estate. So, he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country, who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired men have food to spare? And here I am, starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired men. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. 
So he called one of the servants and asked him what was going on. Your brother has come, he replied, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, Look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours, who has squandered your property with prostitutes, comes home, you kill the fat and calf for him. My son, the father said, you are always with me, and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad, because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. Thanks be to God for His Word. Tayo po ay manalangin. Father, maraming salamat po for giving us this new day at uh, thank you Lord for your grace. Once again, Panginoon, we have this opportunity to meditate on your Word. So speak to us, Panginoon. Open up our eyes and our hearts. Help us to uh, hear clearly what your Spirit is saying and help us to receive your word for us. Wherever we are, Panginoon, kung sino man yung nakikinig ngayon, may you give them the grace to understand what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to them. Maraming salamat po, Panginoon. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. So, today, pag-usapan po natin tong renewing your love for the lost. And the reason why I entitled this uh, Morning Devo this way is because I believe na itong parable na ito is really meant or is rather addressed talaga to the Pharisees and the teachers of the law who were not at all happy sa ginagawa ni Jesus. But also, in a way, this is addressed to the disciples who needed to hear about this. For they themselves, for sure, would, would experience yung ganung mga times sa buhay nila when their passion would become less and uh, hindi ganun ka on fire, especially in relation to reaching out to the lost. And let us uh, face it, tayo rin mismo, through the years, when we are not careful or when we are not so guarded sa puso natin, we can easily become indifferent and uh, almost to the point na parang hindi na ganun kayimportante sa atin yung uh, evangelism. I remember when I was a young believer how zealous I was in reaching out to the lost. It was something that I could ginagawa. Uh, as soon as I came to know Christ or I received it in my heart, 
as my Savior and Lord. Talaga namang I was on fire. But there came a point in time in my life that I was more interested in or concerned about yung mga Christian activities to the point that I was no longer reaching out. And uh, that was when I became more and more focused on myself, my career, my uh, job at that time. So the Lord had to wake me up to that uh, problem. And so thanks be to God na nabago yung direction ko sa buhay uh, at the age of around 28, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that's when uh, the Lord renewed my faith and helped me to come back to the purpose that He has for me. And so thanks be to God for His mercy sa akin. But today I see a lot of people, you know, showing that kind of problem. Kaya today we want to talk about yung how can our love for the lost be renewed. At, at itong story na ito, uh, itong parable na ito, lalo na itong the last one, which is called the parable of the prodigal son, uh, it's really directed toward the older brother or those who, you know, for some reason have lost their passion for reaching out to the lost. And if that's you, I think it's good for you to listen very carefully. If it is not you, if you are someone who is still on fire uh, in terms of reaching out to the lost, then praise God, perhaps this story can be uh, something you can share to others. So let's look at three steps. Dito sa process of renewal. First of all, you know, we need to understand what sin actually does to a sinner. Now, one thing now, you know, siguro we can uh, assume in this story is that the older brother perhaps may have heard some news and, you know, about his younger brother. And in fact, he, he talks about that, no? Nung nagko-complain na siya sa kanyang father, sabi niya na, uh, na, you know, when this son of yours who has squandered your property with prostitute, uh, prostitutes comes home. You know, yun ang kanyang sabi sa verse uh, 30. Uh, I don't know how much he knows, but uh, definitely yung story na to is about uh, how the younger brother came to his senses after a while, realizing yung kanyang pagkakamali. But uh, perhaps hindi alam ito ng older brother. And when we don't know what really goes on in the heart of a sinner, because sin has its consequences, you know, the Bible talks about that. The wages of sin is death. And sinasabi rin sa Bible na a person will reap what he sows. So I, I believe that one of the ways that maaring ma-renew yung ating uh, love for the lost at yung passion natin to reach out to people like them, is when we begin to really understand kung ano ang nagagawa ng sin sa puso ng isang tao who chooses to walk away from God. And by the way, the story, is, it's quite obvious na yung Father dito is our Heavenly Father, God Himself. 
at yung prodigal son, of course, dun sa storya, are those who are sinners or those who, you know, lose their way in life. At yung older brother naman, of course, represents those who continue, quote-unquote, to remain righteous. Mga Pharisees and teachers of the law, katulad ng mga taong ganun, who for some reason, you know, they still remain, uh, apparently, you know, in the household of the Father, but uh, they could no longer rejoice dun sa pagbalik loob ng mga makasalanan. So, we want to look at this part of the story because I believe na once we begin to understand what sin actually does to a sinner, then maybe God can work in our hearts to renew our love for the lost. So, basahin po natin to mula sa verse 11 hanggang sa first part ng verse 20. So, Jesus continued, which means that this is still part of this uh, three-part story telling of Jesus. Now, there was a man who had two sons. Uh, this is a parang a typical rabbinic style of teaching, no, using parables. Sabi ni, and sabi sa verse 12, the younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Now, of course, this is an amazing thing, no, dahil unang-una sa lahat, uh, the younger has no such right. It is the older one who has the right when it comes to uh, sharing the estate. And of course, the estate is all that the father has. Uh, and for the younger son to actually demand that, no? Giging sinasabi niya na, Father, give me my share of the estate. Habang nabubuhay pa siya, is tantamount to actually even disregarding the welfare of his father. So this is disrespectful in the context of uh, the Jewish culture. So, maraming parang masasabi natin na hindi yata tamay. And so, at the very start of the storytelling, the Jews who were probably listening to this would feel offended, no, dito sa younger son ato. Why would they do such a thing? So, immediately, yung kanilang emotions would be triggered, no? They, it would be stirred up. Plus, nung sinabi pa na, so he divided his property between them, Again, that is an amazing thing. Dahil, that is tantamount to parang the father not having anything anymore for himself. Okay? Pinigay niya na sa kanyang mga anak. So all of that is uh, an emotional, sabi natin, trigger sa mga nakikinig dun sa storya. So they would pay attention and wonder how this story would go. Sabi sa verse 13, Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild, in wild living. So, you know, we are given this information. It's, a, it's one verse, pero that's all we really need to know. Sabihin, nagmadali siya, not long after that, hindi man lang naghintay or whatever, or nagproseso ng, ng emotions, talagang dali-dali siyang umalis. And sabi, the younger son got together all he had, and so, of course, nung araw, yung pagsinabi nating estate or property, you're really talking about the animals and everything else, you know. Uh, not so much yung pera talaga, literally, but uh, all the properties, no? And then set off for a distant country. So, nagpakalayo-layo siya, you know, so that he would not be held accountable. No one would 
be uh, hovering over his shoulders to ask him kung ano ginagawa niya. Uh, he can be independent. At ang sabi, and they're squandered this wealth in wild living. So this, uh, you know, typically describes a person who wants to run away from God. In other words, who chooses to become a sinner, no? And uh, he basically, uh, you know, this kind of person basically doesn't want to be accountable sa mga tao. He distance uh, himself, okay? He wants to be independent. He wants to do his own thing. Kaya nga, one of the things that we have to look into, you know, would be yung mga tao who... Uh, have the tendency to cut themselves off from the community, you know. Uh, that's a, a major, you know, ikang, uh, uh, red flag or a signal na something is wrong, something is going on. Kapag nagka-cut off ang isang tao from all accountability and really basically wants to live his or her own life uh, apart from, you know, anyone else. So, uh, this is what a typical sinner would do, no? Trying to separate himself or herself, kung i-apply natin sa babae, no? Uh, from all accountability. Now, so verse 14, so after, after, sabi niya, after he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. And so, this is what I mean by consequences. Because when you run away from the Lord, or when you choose to live your life apart from God and apart from His will, you open up yourself sempre sa mga possibilities that maybe, uh, you know, you are not prepared for or you are not looking forward to in terms of uh, experience. O magugulat ka na lang. Things begin to happen in your life and, you know, and trouble and hardship and and so forth, you know, uh, happens sa buhay mo. And um, this is sad actually. Uh, when you see a person cutting himself off from God as well as from the community of faith. And then of course, siyempre, he is now open to the enemy's attacks even upon his own physical life. Kaya isa sa mga sad talaga when we see these things happen. And uh, it's actually a warning. The Lord is uh, actually calling the sinner back to himself. Now some do turn back like in this case Astoria, but others do not. And uh, if we base our understanding, lalo uh, Old Testament, you know, there are times wherein the Lord might even take a person's life you know, because uh, he or she would not recognize yung kanyang errors. Um, so anyway, itong sinner na to went into this period of ikanga coming to a point of need. And then sabi sabi, sabi sa verse 15, uh, So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. Again, that's an emotional you know, trigger sa mga nakikinig kay Jesus because pigs, of course, are considered to be unclean and to be taking care of pigs. If you're a Jew, 
is tantamount to be uh, the lowest point na sa buhay mo, no? And then, to, to make it worse, sabi pa sa verse 16, He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. So, here's ikang uh, situation of dire need. And this uh, younger son is now parang ikang uh, coming to the point na kung saan everything is crumbling all around him. At sabing ganun, you know, sa verse uh, 17, when he came to his senses, he said, how many of my father's hired men have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. So he's now beginning to see the reality sa buhay niya. And of course, this is God's grace. Kaya sabi sa verse 18, I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. So here is the beginning of repentance, no? Sa puso ng younger son. And then sabi niya sa verse 19, I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired men. So basically he thought about what would be his dialogue when he returns. Now sa verse 20, the first part sabi, so he got up and went to his father. And so we'll read the rest of that, no? But here's the point, no? Understand what sin actually does to a sinner. Minsan kaya tayo nagiging parang hard-hearted toward the laws is because we think, or rather, we only focus upon the wrong things na ginagawa ng sinner. We do not understand, you know, the pain and suffering that uh, this person uh, is experiencing being away from the Lord. You see, God has created the universe in such a way now when you choose to walk away from God, you actually endanger your own your your whole life. You become susceptible and open to the enemy's attacks sa buhay mo. And hindi lang yun, but experientially, you get into all kinds of trouble and suffering and and all of that. Now, I'm not saying na if you're a faithful Christian, na you won't have any suffering or, or that. Uh, but what I mean is that pag ikaw ay malayo sa Panginoon, sari-saring kapahamakan ang darating sa'yo. But of course, hindi lang naman yun. No? Hindi lang naman uh, in terms of yung mga circumstances. Yung talagang feeling mo of something is missing in your life, yung emptiness, yung alienation in your heart. And you long to go back to your father. Now, Young older son may not really know what happened to his younger brother. Pero here in the story, it is described for us. Yung sorrow and pain na ginotro niya. Realizing that he has done wrong, no? that he has sinned. Uh, I think now, one of the ways na maaring ma-renew yung ating love for the loss is kapag naunawaan natin what sin actually does to a sinner. But also, secondly, you know, we need to appreciate the love and grace of God towards sinners. And this is seen in the reaction or response of the Father in this story. So, tignan natin yun mula sa verse 20 hanggang 24. So, continuing on to verse 20, sabi, So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, 
threw his arms around him and kissed him. Now, this part of the story, I'm sure, would create such an emotional reaction to sa mga nahikinig, no? that they would be bewildered and they would question, you know, how, how could this be? This is so degrading, no? Kasi yung father ang, ano eh, kumbaga, siya yung na-offend, eh. siya yung pinagkasalanan, eh, di ba? Nagkasala yung younger son toward the father. And the father has all the right, ika nga, to show him a stiff uh, lip, ika nga. No? Yung bang, pwede niya ipakita yung galit niya, but this is not what we see, no? Sabi, while he was still a long way off, uh, tumakbo na yung father toward him, no? And filled uh, with compassion, no? Sa puso niya. He threw his arms around him and kissed him. Hindi pa nakakapagsalita yung, yung kanyang uh, younger son. And so this is really shocking, but it's also a way for us to see how much God loves every person and especially every sinner. No? Sabi sa verse 21, The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. At hindi pa niya nasasabi yung make me like one of your hired men. Na-interrupt na siya agad ng father at sabi, but the father said to his servants, no? Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. No? So the best robe, which means uh, talagang gusto niya i-honor itong younger son. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. So I can only imagine yung itsura ng younger son by this time. No, siguro talagang ang itsura niya parang mukha na siyang homeless, parang mukha na siyang pulubi, makawala siyang sapatos or something. And then sabi pa sa verse 23, bring the fattened calf and kill it. So merong pinatatabang calf, you know, uh, probably in looking forward or preparing no, for the coming back of this younger son. The fact that uh, the father saw his younger son from afar off could mean uh, he has always been waiting no, for the, for the younger son to come back. Sabi niya, let's have a feast and celebrate. And then he gives the reason in verse 24, For this son of mine was dead, uh, and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. One of the things, siguro, na can bring back yung ating love for the lost is when we begin to appreciate the love and grace of God towards sinners. Minsan, iniisip natin that God is an angry God na gusto niyang gawin ay parusahan ang mga makasalanan. But that's not what we see in the scriptures. Instead, we see compassion and love. You know, uh, we see God's mercy and grace. Yun ang makikita natin in the scriptures. And when we begin to appreciate that, perhaps uh, mas mababago yung ating pananaw, pag-iisip, lalong-lalong natukos sa mga tao na liligaw ng landas. And finally, examine your own heart, you know, toward God and sinners. Because here now we find yung talagang focus ng story, which is the older brother. And I believe the point ng story is for us to examine ourselves Lalong-lalo na yung relationship natin with God and with others. So let's read that, verse 25 to 32. Uh, Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him what was going on. So wala siyang kaalam-alam. 
Verse 27, your brother has come, he replied, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. So that's the summary of the whole thing. Hindi niya alam what else happened to his younger brother. Pero itong sabi sa verse 28, the older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. So naging bitter yung older son. So mamayang loob niya. Uh, you know? Pero makikita natin sa verse uh, 29 to 30 kung anong dahilan. Bakit galit siya? Sabi niya, but he answered his father, Look, all these years I've been slaving for you. So that's how he describes yung kanyang ginagawa. Parang feeling niya, slave siya. And never disobeyed your orders. So he was compliant. He was uh, obedient, at least on the outside. Yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. So everything that he was doing for the, was for the purpose of at least ma-appreciate siya, ma-affirm siya. At the same time, you know, uh, meron siya makuwang some kind of reward. Now, those of us who have been faithful to the Lord so far, hindi naman tayo nawawala. We need to examine our own hearts, you know, especially yung attitude natin deep within that perhaps may be hidden from others. Do you see yourself as a Christian as somebody na parang alipin, you know, alipin ng, pang, alipin ng, uh, ng ministry, you know, nagpapagal ka, wala mala nakaka-appreciate sa'yo? Uh, is that your attitude when you're serving? Ito pa yung sabi niya sa verse 30, But when this son of yours, no notice niyo, hindi man lang niya matawag na brother niya. Sabi niya, but when this son of yours, who has squandered your property, so alam niya, no? kabalita rin siya, kung anong ginawa ng kanyang kapatid. Squandered your property with prostitutes, sabi niya gano'n. Now, I don't know how, how true that is. Wala naman doon sa storya yan. But it could be assumed, you know, uh, based on that culture. So, squander your property with prostitutes, comes home, and you kill the fattened calf for him. So, alam din niya yung tukul sa fattened calf. Siguro, niisip niya na inahanda yun para sa kanya. And now, sabi ng tatay niya, My son, the father said, You are always with me, and everything I have is yours. In other words, meron siyang privilege, but he didn't see that. Meron siyang place of grace, pero he was not even appreciative of that. But sabi ng father, but we had to celebrate. We had to celebrate. Yun ang dapat natin gawin. And be glad, sabi ng tatay, because this brother of yours, no? Parang sinabi kanina, the, this son of yours, ngayon naman this brother of yours, was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. You know, we need to examine our own hearts and to to see what's going on inside bakit wala tayong pakialam sa mga tao na nawawala o naliligaw we are not told in the story what happened to the older brother whether he responded to this or not in fact the story ends na parang bitin because i think that's where the lord is leading all of us to examine our own hearts Bakit ba parang dead malang tayo, wala tayong care about so many people who out there who do not know the Lord? You know, and 
These three steps, I hope, would stir us up, you know. Una, yung understand what sin actually does to a sinner. At nawa magkaroon tayo ng deeper understanding of the pain and the suffering and the loneliness na ginugo to ng isang taong malayo sa Panginoon. Even though on the outside, they may look well. They may be smiling. But you know, when you are away from the Lord, there is no peace. Appreciate the love and grace of God toward sinners. Perhaps this would stir us up, you know, to see that God is compassionate and kind, slow to be angry. And finally, examine your own heart toward God and sinners. Maybe your Christian life mo has become dull and boring because you see it as basically parang nagpapagal ka, no? Para kang alipin and you're just being compliant, you know, making sure na sinusod mo si Lord pero there's no more joy and love in your heart. Perhaps this is the reason why kahit na alam mo maraming tao nangangailangan ng mabuting balita, you couldn't care less anymore. Pero nasa church ka naman, nagmi-ministry ka, but you have no love for the lost. Now here's the bottom line. Once God renews your mind, your love for the lost will also be renewed. Sa Tagalog po, kapag napanibago na ng Diyos ang iyong pag-iisip, ang pagmamahal mo sa mga nawawala ay mapapanibago rin. So I hope this is what happens to all of us as we think about yung kanoon naranasan ng mga taong malayo sa Panginoon. I hope na we would be stirred up in our hearts at magkaroon din tayo ng same compassion Pero higit sa lahat, I pray na we would examine our hearts. Are we still joyfully serving God? Or are we just clinging, uh, you know, to the kingdom of God because we're just afraid of going to hell? Let us all be zealous for the Lord once again. Let us all be stirred up in our hearts. Be passionate again. Uh, You know, so many people need the Lord and so many ministries need to be put up to just reach people in different walks of life. Ako po, personally, I'm trying to do my best to reach as many as I can, but I'm just one person. I'm challenging each of you. Lalong-lalo na yung mga, mga, mga small groups right now. Maybe, aside from having a small group, maybe you should consider starting a simple church in your area para others can have the opportunity to hear the Word of God. At hindi lang kayo. Maybe if you are a believer in the office, you can start a share group. You know, there are so many ways that we can actually do something to reach out to the lost and not just simply parang go about our Christian lives na parang indifferent tayo. So let us pray. Manalangin po tayo. Dear Lord, in your mercy, renew, Lord God, our love for the lost. Do not uh, allow us to become like this older brother na naging hard-hearted na siya, even toward his younger brother who became lost uh, because of sin. Father, tulungan niyo kami na ma-renew yung love namin for the lost. If there's anyone listening right now na parang indifferent na siya, super busy na siya sa kanyang mga ginagawa at wala na siyang time, really to spare, to really make time to do something uh, actively. 
to bring people uh, to the knowledge of God. Lord, stir us up. Wake us up. Tulungan niyo po kami na manumbalik ang love namin for those who do not yet know you. So that, Lord, nawa, I pray, magkaroon ng mga simple churches sa uh, iba't ibang lugar, uh, sa magitan ng pamumuno ng mga uh, kapatiran. I pray na makapag-start ng mga share groups sa iba't ibang lugar as a result of our love for the lost being stirred up by the Holy Spirit. Salamat po, Panginoon. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash rlccphil. See you again.